Hello and welcome to the Carbitrage Podcast, episode 277. I am Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host Ryan Sendinsky. Hello. Hey, there we go. That's me. Oh, oh Jenna. Jenna, why did you show this to me right now? <laughs> Hi. Hi. I'm here We're too. really good at intros. What did you just show Ryan? Um, it, her grandmother. Or, no, sorry, not my grandmother. My grandmother. My grandpa's wife posted on my cousin's wall, Hi, Matt. Happy birthday. Because it's his birthday today, and it's oh. sweet that she doesn't understand how Facebook works. I love that. That's oh, very cute. Okay. That's actually very cute. All right. but like that you, is very endearing. But you, you showed that to me. I, Sorry. Really bad. Jan has this thing where she has like the worst possible timing. Timing? That's fine. It's yeah. good, though. Middle of the night, there'll be somebody walking across the street, and she'll go, ah! And I'm like, what the fuck? And she goes, oh, is this TikTok I saw. I'm like, no Want more. to see my taser? No more. <laughs> no more TikToking in the car. Because I almost swerved at that guy. Because I thought I was going to hit somebody else. It's not quite a scream. It's a it's a gasp, but it's a rattly gasp. It, like it's an alarming it's... noise. <laughs> we'll say it's a loud, It's a loud, alarming. abrupt, alarming noise that happens when I'm operating a motor vehicle. It's nothing that I want. Patreon.com forward slash Carbitrage. Anyway. On our super customized Patreon page, you'll find three open-ended levels of support starting at just 99 cents a month. Patreon.com forward slash Carbitrage. And uh, once again, thanks to our newest patrons, uh, Nick Hino and Andrew Chase. Yes, thank you guys. Do appreciate you. And Ryan has been on my case. I will get going on a new round of merch for both you and the existing Patreon patrons. Is it going to be podcast or podcast merch? Oh, I should make it podcast. We, we do. We need our run of podcast cruises. Oh, I have so many left. I've been like leaving them places carelessly, and I still have like <laughs> seventy-five. So I have a mini topic I want to talk about before I talk Let's about the topic. Let's do I, it. Yo, when you were in dog. the restroom, I told you about the Ford Vedette. Mm-hmm. I see and I it said now. this is a French Ford from the nineteen forties. Does it have a flathead? Yes. Nice. Do you want to guess how big it is? Oh, wait, how what forties? Uh, late forties, early fifties. Oh, dang it! It's gonna use the bell. Yeah. No. Sorry. Close to work. Okay. <laughs> how 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 big do you think the flathead is? Is it a there's, four or an eight cylinder? They're both eights. There's okay. two options. One point six liters. Ooh, you're actually really close. <laughs> the big ones here were like two point two at that time. And that so. was the that was the optional engine for Ooh. this one. This one was a one hundred and sixty cubic inch two point two liter. Oh wow. Yeah, 60 horsepower. Wow. I bet Six. it was a wet engine, though. Oh, yeah. It was the best It was the best 60 horsepower you could get. Um, so, yeah. For, uh, it was very, very, very cool. It's originally conceived by Edsel Ford. Um, Who was actually kind of a cool dude. Yeah, Edsel Ford is really rad. Um, it Not was, his father, though. His uh, father can was... you click on the... No. I don't know how to say this word, and... It's going to make me say something say that's sir? not that's not safe for work if I Ford Vedette? No, if you look in their Wikipedia, oh, let me get read, out of the image. Can you read the first sentence and na- tell me the name of the plant? Originally conceived by Edsel Ford and a Ford designer. No, Eugene. no, above the sentence above that. Oh. The Ford Vedette is a large car for me manufactured by Ford SAF in there. <laughs> I can't pr- Poisy. Poisy? Poisy. Okay. So it's not pussy. It is not pussy. <laughs> okay. It's Poisy. I wanted to make sure it was pronounced This that car correctly. came from a big Poisy. <laughs> but, yeah, so you can... <laughs> Do you need me to go to google.fr and have it no, say it no, for us? No, 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 that's okay. 
I just wanted to make sure. My, what a nice I wanted I wanted you to pronounce that because I was going to fuck that up. <laughs> Why, Ryan? What were you going to say? I already said it. I'm yes, not I know. saying it anymore. That's fine. Um, Hello, viewer. Anyway, it only weighed 2,600 pounds. Oh, that's that would be sprightly then, even yeah. with 60 horsepower. Yeah, so it's a three-speed column shift, which is oh. the correct Did it have any synchro meshes? Uh, yes. Ooh. I think, actually, two-three was synchro mesh. Nice. On that. Very and good. Um, that would be a joy to drive. First was not synchromesh. No, but two three was, if I'm not mistaken. I will tell you, everybody should drive a three speed <clears throat> column shift manual. It's fl- a flathead. It is a. Gr- it is a joy. It is literally my favorite transmission. That's like driving a modern Rolls Royce Phantom. It like it forces you to just be chill while you drive, you and enjoy, it's super enjoyable. You enjoy mm-hmm. it. You're happy about it. So. Um, well, anyway, this says this, you could get a 3.9 liter Mistral SV. Yeah, so that that was the 236 Whoa. or whatever it was. That yeah. must have been. That's big displacement. That must yeah, have been like an that, that would have been that was an actual like 100 horsepower. Okay. So you could have a 60 horsepower or 100 horsepower. And I love that they have French words too. Aquion yeah. and Mistral. It's great. And what I really love, so all right, <laughs> I know that you prefer sedans. I absolutely do. I, really love how wacky the body lines are on the coupe though so oh, that looks great sedan. those sedans beautiful don't get me wrong if you go to the main photo that one yeah is this a coupe at, this is the coupe the two-door i guess it's a two-door sedan technically but um is this like a business coupe or what the hell they call these things yeah it's just a two-door sedan um <laughs> okay but if you look at how silly long the hood is compared to the roof uh-huh I love that. Well, it's got a big old engine in it. It's it's it, it's like a small road penis. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. The road chode, actually. A road penis is what you call like a fifties or sixties Jaguar, where this the yeah. back of the car when you have I the top it. up, it looks like a. But it's it's alarming to hear. <laughs> and it doesn't rhyme like road chode. Yeah, yeah no, it's a road penis. Um, <laughs> but anyway, thank you for France for giving us a road penis. Yeah, this is great. But so if you have like some like ideas, like how big this is, is 105 inch wheelbase, okay. which a CB seven Accord had 102 uh, inch wheelbase. So this is about the size of a Camry. Okay. Uh, length is 177 inches. Again, about the size of a Camry. They did extend it in 1952 to make it a little bit longer. To be 183 uh, inch wheelbase or 183 inches bumper to bumper, which is again, like maybe about the size of a first gen Lexus LS. This is still a pretty small car relative to modern day. I guess. But when you see what they did with it, it eventually became a very beautiful 50s fintail car. I see that. That looks great. And that's still very small. I love that. This has kind of the vibes of the, um, what was it, the whatever SS from South America. Oh, uh, the Opal? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, similar, where it's just like small muscle car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it, s- small, diminutive Americana is yeah. kind of cool. No, that, that's my favorite form <clears throat> of Americana is when it's small American cars, because yeah. that's what originally got me into Japanese cars, yep. is I found about yep. the liftback Celica, mm-hmm. and then I found the Mitsubishi Dolomite. Well, not, not even mind. that, but the it was... Debonair. The Mitsubishi Debonair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that entire subculture of people that love American culture. But, like, they're just... Right. Yeah. And yeah. They, just, they just want a small version of it. It's but great. They mod cars. Who says they don't? 
They do actually. Wow, yeah, they have really cool thing. We've talked about it. It's actually really really cool. Yeah, that's that's the Americana that I prefer to actual Americana. Yeah, is when it's interpreted by a different lens. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because they just distill it to like what it should be. That's not what we're used uh, to. And then you could like also it. get a convertible of the uh, Vedette. So that's very cool. So it's like post-war, like World War II just ended. You can get a Sunliner two-door Landelay based saloon where you have a roll-down roof on the entire cabin. Oh, that's where Landau came from. Landelay. Yeah. Just talked about it this morning with somebody. Oh, weird. Yeah, that's Landelay. <laughs> uh, so I could have told you that. Um, but yeah, you can get a Landelay where it's just like a normal sedan, but with a roll-down roof. Ryan, well, we know some weird shit. A la De Chavon. Ah, I do like a Dishavo. Oh, it's like the the bean tin roof exactly, or whatever. Exactly. Very yep. cool. And then there's the two door coupe. Uh and then the cabriolet de capitable. De capitable? Yeah. Uh a two door convertible. Okay. <laughs> so well, uh. and then that fastback that you saw. <laughs> I think that literally means decapitatable. Yes. <laughs> Which means you could take the head off. Yep. <laughs> Exactly. Okay, France, I appreciate the uh, literalist uh, point just, of view there. They're, just, uh, they're embracing their heritage. Yeah. 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 And so, <laughs> this car is a factory guillotine. Uh, guillotine <laughs> is a beautiful. That, that's, the, that's the term for the power-operated soft top is a guillotine. You look through roof. the French ser- the service manual. <laughs> like, like To service the guillotine mechanism. <laughs> Apply one kilogram of French flour lard (laughs) to gear train A and forcing (laughs) the advanced crowbar most forwardly. That's exactly how it would be written. Um, And then their sedan that they had had suicide doors. The four-door, nice. Yeah, the four-door had suicide doors. So there is... Later, there was so never... Like a flathead and suicide door? You get a flathead with suicide doors and a roll-down roof. <clears throat> I, that sounds like a perfect car. I can't think of anything wrong with Especially that. Especially if it had a three on the tree. Yeah, a manual-only column shift. Like, this is a perfect vehicle. Like, I would buy that and take it to the 50s. That's how much yeah, I like no, I Like, this mm. is genuinely... I can't think of very many cars that would call a perfect vehicle. Can I get a Decapitable on the shoebox-style one, or is that only that's what the I'm 50s saying. one? That, so, no, that, that's what I'm saying, is <clears throat> you, the roll-down roof... Mm-hmm. The decapitable is the two-door convertible. Oh, but well, I want a four-door. The the one you the um the Sunliner is the name of the Land Alley. That was okay. the Land Alley, and that could be had with suicide doors. So you get suicide doors, and a flathead, and a, conver- a roll-down roof. I wonder how cheap and they are. A manual, a column shift manual. I have no idea. I've I've literally just recently learned about this incredible vehicle. Time to hop on leboncoin.fr and see, see what they got. I was that. recently looking. Actually, Scott was looking too for Avant Times. Yeah, good. There were some road registered in 2001, so I might only have to wait three years. We're getting very That's close. Brilliant. I love that. You're I gotta start so planning that trip. That. I am so you so know, pumped, and I talked to pro- Neil. You could probably get yourself <sighs> a container. Mm-hmm. And you can put your you can put a Aventine and a Vedette. I'm actually container. It sounds like Scott also wants to go to France when I go to get the Aventine, and he what, will buy some other roughly car. Roughly, what year well. would this be? Three years from now. That would be about when we're doing our honeymoon mm. as well. Maybe we could all just fly down yeah. there together, and then we could. I already talked to Neil. He said French paperwork is no problem, and he's willing to import the car for me. So brilliant, good. And he speaks French, so. 
Yeah, well, yeah, Scott speaks g much better French than I do, but I could definitely fumble through. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were going to go, you know, Italy through Ukraine. Yeah, your plan like sounded fantastic. Yeah, because yeah, we'll, you were going we'll to get it. But... At the end of this episode, I will walk you through what we're going to do for our honeymoon and the reason why it's not going to be directly after our wedding. Probably because it's going to take some planning and fund aggregation, I'm guessing. Yes. Fund ag aggregation, more importantly. Yes. Because yes. um, I, I, I want it to be like a memorable trip. My parents offered to fly us down to Florida and use their condo for free. And I was like, no, nope. I, I want, want to enjoy I this. Want, like, That's where I'm going to finish out my life. That's <laughs> not where I'm going to start it. <laughs> I'm not going to go there ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually lovely in January. <clears throat> yeah. But like the point of a honeymoon is to like have memories and mm -hmm. like fun. Not let's just do a trip because we just got married. Correct. Yeah, I'm, I want to go see Archduke Franz Ferdinand's uh, stilt and well, golf we'll and stilt. We'll get to no, that. we can hear about it. No, no we, it's we, okay. we, 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 I already told him about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're going to buy, uh, I can't well, remember the car, but you're going to buy like a, a, a Zazz 968. You can do that at the beginning of the trip, so you can do your entire trip in the Zazz, right? I don't trust the Zazz that much. I want to yeah. actually be able we to bring this trees. to America. I want to break, <laughs> if it's going to break down, it's going to break down here. I'm not importing a broken car. I'm importing a car that will then break down here. Hey, man, me too, probably. <laughs> yeah, you will. That's exactly it. Because and that's what I'm saying. Like, wow, this is great timing. Because we could just have all of our cars leave the Luckily. Port at the same time. And we could have the most incredible road trip back to, to, our, to Minnesota. We're going to pull up at Quarry Motors, and Neil's going to be like, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Zaz. You're going to have an time. Scott's going to have like a 205 GTI. No, Scott will have found something even weirder. He's going to have a, like a 1007. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Except those were only the paddle shift. But it had the sliding side. Notice. I understand. <laughs> like the super heavy underpowered auto. Not even auto. Like smart, smart era. Yeah. Manumatic. Oh, God, they were so bad. It's just the worst vehicle. Scott will find something even more weird. No, no, he's already sent me, like, Fiat Bravo HGTs, the car that he bought when he lived in France. He sent me those because those will be eligible oh, in, in a year or two. I'm like, yeah, but there aren't any good ones left. Like, those cars all got used up because nobody yeah. cares about a Fiat Bravo HGT, and every one of them has been parted out for the engine to put into a Fiat Coupe. That makes sense. Because they had the same powertrain. That makes sense, yeah. Anyway, anyway. Anyway. Really so. good at digressions. But since we're talking about Quarry Motors spares in the United Kingdom, where we're probably yeah, going we'll to leave all of our stuff. Yeah, we'll flip our two things here. That oh, works. I'm sorry. I forgot about no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Because I screwed up all of our topics. That's fine. I'm just going to move all my topics down one. You tell tell me your Brexit UK okay, parliamentary okay. finally does. So we were talking about how horrific the post-Brexit parliament has been, much much like the early 90s when we were talking about the Lotus Carlton, where they hate everyone and everything and the poors. Yes. But... Although post-Brexit UK has been very much on the green bus, implementing very strict congestion charges, banning gasoline-powered vehicles from the city, things like that, they actually had a good piece of news this week where they passed some legislation stating in 2035 when all of their combustion new car ban was going into place, they're still going to allow boutique small mark auto manufacturers to make a thousand combustion vehicle models per year. Ooh, wait a minute. <clears throat> In this, is this combustion entirely or petrol combustion? Uh, combustion. So diesel and gasoline. And hydrogen. Well, sure. But hydrogen, hydrogen combustion and hydrogen fuel cell are two different things. They still use a piston. I understand. They both combust. I understand. Legally, hydrogen, hydrogen, hydrogen is all 
going to be combustion. There's also probably going to be some synthetic fuel options, but like this is it's the it's the engine type. Yes. So like I'm guessing a hydrogen combustion engine vehicle will fall under this, and a hydrogen fuel cell vehicle will fall under the unregulated bullshit. So, but okay. this is good news because it's yeah, actually kinda. double the amount of units that most. I'm of just the thinking about right now. how every British politician's a complete idiot. Yes. Like literally, Boris Johnson was a reasonable oh, candidate. Well, yeah. Um, so, and this is a thing. This leads into my topic. Okay. As well. Perfect. Well, let's, let's, that, I'm going to open up your link, too, then. Um, there we go. Here's and that is that... So Toyota did the A86, an electric A86. Nope, that's not it. That was your link, I thought. I know. I said, do the one ahead of my, Oh, sorry. Yeah. Let me go back to this real quick. And then, uh, uh, the A86. The Goo Exchange? No. The one, the one right below Ford, Ford Vidette. Ford Vidette, then the one we skipped. So you could talk about your Brexit thing. Oh my God, it says EV888. Up, up. Highlight that the link, one. please. That's the one I clicked on. No, it isn't. Shit, it is. <clears throat> oh, anyway. So just tell me about the thing or tell me what to Google. It's supposed to be a Japanese nostalgia car link. I'll, I'll, I'll just, uh, just put a picture of a cat. Um, uh. So in Toyota did a project where they did it, the EV A86 and a hydrogen A86. I didn't know that. Oh, shit. Okay. Then, That's yeah, I need cool. to give you a real-life thing. And this is why I was mentioning well, hydrogen. In the meantime. Perfect. That's Mr. Waffles. Ah, what a boy. I know. He's probably dead now because this picture is like 12 years old, but he's such a cutie. Uh, Look at so, that scottish kind of fold. Mm. 10 out of 10. But anyway, mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, Toyota had their... <laughs> Sorry, I probably super derailed the episode. But no, it you, it's entirely broken. <laughs> Just like a French car. <clears throat> yep. Once we put it in a shipping container right. and it gets all the sea salt I, I on it. I put my link in a bad spot. It's right below the Ford Vidal link. Like, just so you have to do a little bit of reading. It'll be the one that says... Okay, I see, I see cool. it now. I see it now. Click that. <clears throat> um, Bam. So, yeah. Uh, Toyota did a hydrogen A86 and an electric <clears throat> A86. Are they real cars? Yes. These are being driven why? at a racetrack. I want one. So I want an electric A86. What I was saying is, like, Toyota's putting a ton of effort into hydrogen. So... England making all internal combustion engines illegal is going to be a big problem well, because then Toyota's just going to pull out and they're going to be stuck with Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's the UK. Who cares about them? I guess they don't like people having cars anyway. Correct. So. We've, okay. we've heard about that. And also, they, they buy like three cars a year. So, and they're not even part of the fucking EU. So who, who cares about England? Nobody cares about them. Nobody cares about England. Anyway, so England. And besides, the UK is about to break up. So Scotland will be its own country. Oh, yeah. And I'm okay with that. Then I really want to go to Wales and Scotland. Hopefully they're all No, Wales and England, they're, they're butt buddies, oh. so they're stuck together. Wales, Scotland, and Isle of Man are all butt buddies together. Oh. But, no, not Scotland. Wales, Isle of Man, and England are all butt buddies. Scotland and Ireland don't like England. Okay. <laughs> Which I think is good. I think Scotland and Ireland should be independent. Um, I really want to go to Ireland. I also don't like the king, so I think he's a wanker. I don't and know I, who the king, king is. Charles, so. he's an absolute fucking Sounds like a pisser. douche rocket. He sucks. He's, he's the guy that cheated on Diana for somebody that was less attractive and less perfect. That guy. He's the king. He has the sausage fingers. I don't watch the internet. You've never seen the Prince Charles sausage fingers? No. Wow, he, he's got some crazy sausage fingers. I don't know. He's a bad dude. He's, yeah, he's um, a very bad person. He's uh, Prince Henry's father. Yeah, I don't know any of these names. 
Prince William? No. I don't follow like anything. Look at these bad boys. Oh wow, he's not medically well. No, no his fingers are made of sausage. That's got to be a lot of incest to get fingers like that. Look at like this that. man. Mm -hmm. Oh, those are actually sausages. <laughs> <laughs> um, I apologize, headphone is... listeners. Here's that hurt actual... my ears so much. <laughs> I love that the first one you showed me was actually photoshopped sausage. And I didn't notice it. <laughs> He's got sausage fingers. No, there's a lot of incest and uh, in actual Nazis in his blood. So. Yeah, he's yeah, he sucks. Anyway, wow. So, <clears throat> Toyota made uh, a hydrogen and an EV <laughs> converted A86, and the, who in the shit out of him on a racetrack. <clears throat> and so, what's kind of cool about this is this is probably the most important thing that Toyota's done in many years, uh, because every single person that was in charge of one of these projects mm -hmm. has since been moved into Toyota's C-suite. These are all now Toyota executives that did this, uh, which is probably the best thing for Toyota's future. And this is like right after Akio Toyota announced that he was stepping down and the founder passed away, um, that they are totally in good hands because um, – the C Koji Sato was the CEO. Uh, he was the head of Gazoo Racing. He's now the CEO of Toyota. Masahiro oh, so he's the new guy. Okay, yeah. good. So he does have some yeah. good yeah, yeah, no, he, he does, totally. Masahiro Sasaki was the test driver, um, and I think he's moving up to Gazoo Racing. Uh, it, it's all very, very good here. Yeah, so... Um, Kazoo Racing in Lexus Head is Koji Sato, and he's going to be the CEO. The, the Gazoo Racing uh, vacancy will be filled by Toyoma Takahashi, who is the leader of the hydrogen uh, converted AE86 project. Hydrogen's great. People just need yes. to learn how to extract it without using like twice as much energy as it takes. Exactly. And then Takeshi Watanabe, who oversaw the electric Levin will move on to being the head of Lexus. Watanabe is such a cool word. It's a very good last name. So yeah, the guy that did the EV A86 is going to be the head of Lexus. The guy that did the hydrogen A86 is going to be the head of Gazoo Racing. Hell yeah. I'm about that. that. And then the head of... sounds like Kazoo. I know it does. Which is what That's they great. sound like when they're racing. It's, a, it's actually automapia of the sound of a car driving by. I love oh, Kazoo. that's... <laughs> It's great. I love onomatopoeias. Yeah, it's a literate onomatopoeia of the sound of a car driving by. I love that. That's my favorite thing. Um, of course it is. It's Japan. I, they're the best. It, yeah, they're really great. Like Japan's. That just, makes. Japan is so sense. capable of being a great place. Yeah, they just have no interest in being the great yeah. place. Um, like you could do this. Yeah, we could. Yeah, they could. It, it's literally like it, it's like Stephanie Shu's character in um, Everything, Everything Everywhere All at Once. She's just seen everything. She's been there. She's done that. And she's just like, exists now. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but yeah, I'm this sorry, is great. Like, th literally, this one project spawned all of the heads of Toyota at this point. Nice. Which is so cool. So I feel I, like that's the part of the company that all like the, the, the good five-year runs of Toyota that like come and go in time are all those guys, and then the rest of it's the bureaucracy well, winning. And, well, and that, that's the thing is uh, the actual Toyota family does want – because it's their name tied to it. Right. And so that's and why they – some pride. 
Yeah, and they have a lot of pride in that. And, like, that's why um, the the founder of Toyota that passed away wanted Akio Toyota to take over during his lifetime because the guy that was in charge before Akio was a bean counter. And ah. he didn't want to see his company be a bean counter company. He wanted his company to be great. And so and that kind of shows with their recent projects. Yeah, and that's exactly <clears throat> what it. Uh, yeah, and so yeah, I'm, uh, it's it's quite brilliant. I'm very excited for this. Uh, Toyota's gonna have a good future, and I like the concept of hydrogen. I mean, the hydrogen one apparently was noticeably slower, but it was more fun. So yeah, but I mean, they they retained the four A, and like it was minimal modifications. They yeah, said. so it's yeah, exactly. Like, that's, so that's, I mean, it's it's still a car fast. Yeah, like just enjoy the car. Like I. Cars are meant to be enjoyed. And for the record, 100% about hydrogen or some other synthetic fuel being used in combustion vehicles for the foreseeable future. Yeah. But right now, there's no ecological way to do it. So. Yeah, exactly. Uh, why don't you do your next one in line just because my brain is too small to go out of order. Okay. Uh, and then you're going to do two at the end. Yeah. It's All right. It's whatever. We both so, talk about both topics. I bet you didn't wake up today. Thinking, I'm going to see a Toyota of a Toyota 86 style CB. But I don't guess even... what? Today's your lucky day. Will you please click that Goon exchange? I did, just Good. now. That is a Toyota 86, 86 style CB. So, CB changes the headlights, bumpers. What, what does it mean? I don't know anything about this, and nor do I want to. I like the mystery of this. I actually... How do you feel about this? I don't know like the, the fascia looks it. nice but like it doesn't match with any of the other body lines of the car i feel like they needed to do like skirts too or something well if you actually look let's try to look at the back it it does blend more into the rear of the car it's just the front fascia oh they don't oh okay oh i from the front it actually looks fantastic yeah well this, this is the thing is it actually it blends better than a ferrari 512 tr did. oh yeah because the 512 tr i hate i know you do it's just like bad. you hate the arrow headlight fox body and you're yeah, wrong that's bad as nope. well the correct fox body is the original Incorrect. fox body the 77 to 1980 fox body was the best looking fox body everything was worse this tom's exhaust oh, i love cool. the tom's exhaust so yeah this is a car that's for sale in japan for thirty-two thousand dollars. 3.2 yen i don't know what that 3.2 million yen to USD. I don't. Oh, I do have a smart speaker over there. You could yell at it. I. Okay, what year is this? JP1 to. 2015. Yeah, it's a new one. It's $23,000. Okay, that's fair. Uh, that's a totally fair price for like a really nicely, well modified. So was this a factory condition. option? Or... That's the thing. I think it was. I think this was like a factory optional thing. Where it's like... a little bulbous in the front. It is. From a the bit. side profile. But I think with the right set of wheels, that kind of work. I, I kind of don't hate it. The direct front angle is really good. I I'm kind of a fan of this. I I, I kind of like I like the air of like sort of like not really secrecy but like mystery around it right now. Yeah, you this see that on the road. You're like, thing. what? It's just like the hell. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just a, a Toyota 86 style CV. There you go. All right. You didn't wake up thinking that you're going to see that today, and here did, you are saying Did it. they sell whatever this is also in a manual transmission? Of course, yeah. Okay, good. Whew. Yeah. This one's an auto. That's why I asked. So, <laughs> all right. It was an official thing. So what does CB stand for? No fucking clue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that'd be an NFC. No. Like, no. Wow. But, like, they, re they revised all the logos to say CB on them. 
And they actually had like a better interior. The interior got changed too. Yeah. Here, I'll, uh, I found a, the uh, listing photos are particularly bad. So yeah, it, it's Guna Exchange. It's just a website. <laughs> great That's name a, though. Yeah, it's a great name. But that is a website that just uh, aggregates used car listings in Japan for importers. Okay. So that's where I find, like, a lot of weird cars. So, like, when I, a while back I was, like, quizzing you about all the weird Ooh. names for Japanese oh names for American model cars, like the Pronard. The Highlander and yeah, all that the other. the Pronard, the Clugger, stuff like <laughs> the that. The Clugger. I love the Clugger. Um, <laughs> but if you go to this net car show link, uh, oh, uh, that, that, that's got some, like, glamour shots of the CB when it was first announced. Net car show. But it has, uh, like, it has a different... Like, oh wow, that looks really good in the studio. And the, yeah, those wheels are much better. Yeah, those wheels are much. Wow. I assume the right set of wheels, I think, would make this work. And like, it's got like a better interior. Huh. Oh wow, yeah, the dashboard's got like that uh, open pour yeah. wood. Different badges. Cool? What the hell, dude? Yeah, this is a cool car. It's got like wow. It's got Daihatsu Copa and headlights. I swear. Yeah. No, this is great. <laughs> I and really like this. Six-speed manual, hell yeah. That's that, a cool car. I, I do not know what I'm seeing right now. I don't but know either, but... Importing that fascia and putting it yep, on a GTBR Z86. Yeah, that, oh, that is that, that is definitely something that you'd want to import. I would like to have a style CV. That is so weird. It's really good. It yeah. works so... It should not work, but yeah. it works so well. I mean, the photographer's obviously a pro here too, but... Yeah, but I mean, still, like... That should not work, but here we are with, like, something that actually improves the vehicle overall. And, like, you can see, like, the the redesign kind of yeah. took style cues from that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, yeah. It's a it, much more rounded yeah. front end. It does have some similarities. It's, it's still got a smoother front end, but, I mean, the, the front bumper they put on still has all the body lines from the hood. Yeah. So, it, it's, it's really good. I, yeah, I'm very here for it. It's pretty good. Cool. Even as fog lights. Yeah. Which I don't think you got on the regular GTBR Z86. No, those were optional. Ooh, yeah. See, nobody's going to buy optional equipment. Nope. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. You know how we talked about the uh, Atlas and the VR6 yes. and how terrible the chains were on those? Well, the chains were also really bad on W12s, which is derived from two VR6 engines. Fun fact. I'm aware that they're bad. Cool. Do you know why I'm aware? Uh, no, Ron, tell me. <laughs> you know the Phaeton? Oh, I sure do. You know, this V8 is a random Phaeton that shows up at Good Karma. Uh, a, 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 presumably a V8 one, right? There was a solitary W12 that came through. Oh, no. And do you know the guy bought it? Oh, no. Sight unseen. Ask me about cheap Phaetons. Yeah, he's like, I got a great deal on a Phaeton. I'm like, oof. That is not. I think I actually said oof on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ask, is it a 4.2? <laughs> I did. I wanted to, yeah, I, want, I assumed it was a V8 because it was running at the time. Uh, <laughs> he brings it in. He goes, yeah, every check and joint it makes this weird click sound. Like it's out of oil when I start it up, but it has totally has oil on it. God, this timing chain is How many miles are on like, this thing? I just can't remember. Like eight? But enough. Like it, it was out of warranty because it was a Phaeton. But I... It was a 12-cylinder Phaeton. And I've seen, yep, like, two of those in my entire life. I've seen one. And okay. it was needed timing chance. <laughs> no. And the guy had just bought it, and he sold it at a loss. Because I told him how much they were going <clears> to <throat> be. He goes, that can't be right. I'm like... Oh, it's right. <clears throat> I'm like, oh, it, it is very right. He goes, what? It's a Volkswagen. I'm like, 
It's not a Volkswagen. A Phaeton is not a Passat. It's and also a Passat is still not a normal car. It's built like a Touareg. It's yes. packaged like a Touareg. It, it's I, priced like a Bentley. Well, I told him, like, this is a Bentley built to a price point. He goes, what? I'm like, yeah, no. A Phaeton yep. is mechanically a Bentley. Yeah. But everything that was Bentley on it was made to be sold profitably within a Volkswagen price point. And he goes, oh, no. <laughs> it is literally a flying spur built cheaper with no turbos on it. Yeah. It is just the, a, there you go. Uh, anyway, I, I recently have dealt with like advising people away from the W12, and I had forgotten that this was even still in production because... What? In 20... Oh, yeah. This is getting killed next year. How is this in production? The W12 is lasting longer than the VR6. How is this... What? And people still pay extra money for the W12 on top of the much better V8 that's in the, all the Bentley products and has been for over a decade. I, I, I don't get it. This is in the Bentayga. It's in the Continental. It's in... I was going to look that up and yeah. see what they were in, and then it, I accidentally closed all of them. It, well, it's mainly the, the Continental Series and the Bentayga. But you can also get the much better V8 in all of those. And it's I would, way cheaper would totally get the V8. The V8's the same speed. And much more reliable. It's much more reliable. And I'm not saying the 4OT is necessarily reliable, but it is no, it's much not. It better. It is literally not reliable. But this is objectively really not reliable. I, I, this is actually worse in reliability than the VR6 on which it is based. And these are almost all maintained fairly well because they're all dealer serviced. Wow, that's so, like, incredible. They're so bad. And it's like it's mixing the timing chains of a 24-valve VR6 with like a 3.290 degree it, I find Audi it so engine. interesting how they're so bad. They're Volkswagen so bad. just stuffed two of their six-cylinder engines together and made oh. possibly the worst engine. And Toyota did that and made possibly the best engine. Because Toyota did the 1GZ. The, oh, yeah, yeah. The, the 1JZ two one Gs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, the brilliant engine. Bulletproof reliable. Uh-huh. Great in every way. And this is not... It, in any way it is so bad and like there's a very good reason why you see running continental gts for like 20 grand yeah it's because they need a repair bill of forty thousand because they are running <clears throat> currently not driving well <laughs> the transmissions aren't the issue it is the engine uh, and driving implies that it will run consistently enough to get you away from your driveway i'm just good riddance Oof. to this terrible engine i'm so happy the vr6 is going away i'm so happy the w12 is going away these need volkswagen as a whole needs to go away volkswagen needs to have a monument erected to its existence in sarajevo and then it just needs to disappear and there's a very good reason i wanted to do these two topics in a row actually it's because i want you to tell me what's the first recall going to be now that we have images of the long wheelbase oh yes! id7 oh, that's coming to the united wow, states of america that. that looks a lot like euro man we yes it does <laughs> <laughs> we still have no specifications other than the length which i put in the notes which is 185.5 inches well, so they've already recalled about every part of the electrical system at this point. On all of the IDs, yep. Yep, on all the IDs. Uh, also, the infotainment is still terrible. Infotainment's bad. Um, but yeah, what, what, do you, what do you think? What's going to be the first catastrophic thing as soon as we get U.S. market uh, dual-motor ID7s? The rear doors are probably going to have an electrical fault okay. that causes them not to close fully. Oh. And this is going to be due... To, because they stretch the chassis, yeah. this will be due to chassis flex. Oh, okay. Because I bet the, the only thing that they're going to use to reinforce this chassis is going to be the skateboard. 
and the rest is just gonna be loosey goosey. That's that's honestly better than what I thought you were gonna say, which is there's gonna be an electrical fault in the rear doors, which deadbolts them. <laughs> no, they're gonna open. Like it's gonna be some some fucking poor kid's gonna fall out on a freeway in Atlanta and get like hit by like, a thousand mile an hour charger, <laughs> driven by like God's drunkest driver. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be the worst situation for Volkswagen. Like it's absolutely. I, I'm gonna say the rear doors. They're gonna, okay. They're gonna open up. All right. Honey, what do you think the first uh, recall is gonna be on the new uh, ID Buzz? Now that they have an American version. Yeah, when they the extend, long wheelbase comes. They here. extended the long. The, they extended the rear end to be longer for America. Do the handles? Um, Disappear like the Tesla. They do not. They are okay. regular okay. poverty so the door handles. handles. Are safe. Oh. Well, yeah, as long For as now. they work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Volkswagen historically has oh terrible seatbelts. It could be a rust issue. <laughs> are they made of steel? I, I think, don't think so, actually. Largely a composite. I think <clears throat> the back end will fall off. Just, just not the front end, the, just the back end. The, the all of it? Oh, you oh, know sure. what? Actually, piggybacking off of Jana, I have a. Uh, alternative answer okay i think tell. that they are going to have a ferrous metal based fastener oh. that corrodes an aluminum piece yes. that causes dissimilar metal corrosion a, a dissimilar yeah, metal yeah, yeah. corrosion that causes like, some structural huge problem where they yes. all have to be totaled out if it's going to be the door or it's going to be that which is going to be that's how Jana's the rear end falls off or something like there's going to be a dissimilar metal used in a fastener that creates a problem with the chassis just, just yeah. look at it the back end's going to fall off yeah <laughs> I uh I think that since this all shares the same underpinning as like I think it's MEB it's like ID3 and ID4 yeah they didn't like upsize the ball joints enough for the weight, so I think the front ball joints are just going to be gonna... defective and fall apart. <laughs> yeah. So there, that's that's what there I think is going to so happen. It's either a ball <clears throat> joint, it's going to be the somewhere metal lot, or bolt. the car is going to fall off. The, the car is going to fall off, or the doors is open. <laughs> and a child is going to fall off on the highway in Atlanta and get <laughs> by God's drunkest <laughs> driver in a charger. <laughs> All right, we'll see you in like a couple of years' time who's right. Yeah, I'll be the next World Cup of Cars. We'll have a... <laughs> Not if we're right, but who is right. Yeah, who's one of us will be. There, there's no way that the ID Buzz makes its entire production cycle without having some sort of catastrophic manufacturer's safety recall. Everywhere along the way of Scott's limiting of the ID4 process, I... In my brain, I hear our episode. Volkswagen will find a way to screw this up. They're Mark gonna, my they're, words. They're going to fuck it up. They're, it's Volkswagen. I have no faith in this company. And that's <laughs> it's exactly what they did. Segwayed off the last couple topics, too. You should have no faith in There's this company. There's no reason to trust Volkswagen with anything ever. Like how, They're the worst possible company. How they're one of the world's largest auto manufacturers is completely beyond me. They are, I, I've said this for years, because like back when I worked at Good Karma, I had to deal with a lot of people that were like upset Volkswagen owners. Like, yeah. Why do so many people buy Volkswagens? Like, which really not that many people do. But uh, <laughs> It's just that they have a lot of small they're companies. They're very loud people. They're very loud, the like five people that own Volkswagens. <laughs> I would tell them, I'd be like... I'm like, listen, it's not anything that you did wrong. They have a really, really good marketing department. Mm -hmm. and, and a lot of people comment on those purchases when the cars are new and largely functional. Yeah, I, and that, that was kind of my thing. Mm -hmm. is like, I, I said, I'm like, Volkswagen people don't hold on to cars. Like, Honda people, like, 
most Honda people that I know, like Andrew Chase, he has his first car, which is a Honda. Mm -hmm. My friend Cody has his first car, which was at EM1. I have oh, I love him. a lot of friends. <laughs> like I, I don't have my first Honda, but I've, I still have had my Civic since 2010. I like, still have a Mercedes. Well, I have a Mercedes new, again. New spot his Accord <laughs> in like 2008. Like a lot of my Honda friends have owned their cars mm -hmm. for longer than some of our listeners may have been alive. Like Honda people hold on to cars because they're reliable and good. Mm -hmm. Volkswagen people, the, Volkswagen. This is the thing: is a Honda person saying, "I've owned so many Hondas. I've owned three. and but those three cars account for their entire life, right? Volkswagen people, like, I've owned so many Volkswagens. I've owned fifty, and it's like, how long have you been? A, how long have you had a car? He's like. I bought my first car in 2015. <laughs> it's just like, oh god! They just they put the same set of wheels and coils. That's like, on like somebody different cars like, that exclusively adopts like death row dogs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I understand you love dogs and that's a fantastic thing you're doing, but yeah, you're gonna go through a lot of those. Yeah, no, don't do. They're that. not gonna. Last. Yeah, they're not good. They're just not gonna be good at all. Um, so. Uh, you know how Darren uh, bought uh, Twingo? his Twingo? I sure do. Yes. I love that. Apparently, he's not, like making the rounds on the internet. Like people have been telling his story because it's such a ridiculous story. That it is. He, well, everything he does is a ridiculous. Everything he does story. is a ridiculous but it's story. It's all good storytelling. I like it. But uh, yeah, I saw an article about him and his friend having bought cars while they're at a work conference in CERN. Uh, has Demiro plagiarized it yet? No, not yet. Don't okay, worry. Cool. It'll only be a, a very short period of time. Because um, I was uh, listening to Dar this. Darren's friend Victoria is trying to get him into automotive journalism, and Darren will find out firsthand how much of a scumbag Doug Demiro is. I was listening to the Smoking Tire episode where he was on, and <sighs> it started so to like bad. really trigger me when he kept touting like how good of a writer he was. He's not that. a good writer. Nope, you're not a good fucking writer. Ooh, you're a fucking hack. Oof, I'm knob. A, I <clears throat> am a good writer. You, Doug Demiro are a scumbag. You've done nothing with your life. You grew a mole and you have a TV show. <laughs> Fuck you. Not even a TV show. A, a fucking YouTube show. YouTube show. Fucking scumbag. He's done nothing with it. He's personally done nothing of value. For he, If Doug DeMiro didn't exist, the world would be the exact the same. The same place. <laughs> like, there, all he is is he's an aggregator of other people's stuff. Like, But aggregating in the worst possible way. Exactly. Because without credit due. So, um... Sorry, I derailed this. Yes, you did. But anyway, yeah. So uh, I saw a story, like, not written by Darren or anything, but like about Darren's journey like on a, a third-party website. I'm like, hey, yeah. Woo, cool. Darren did a very cool thing. He bought his Twingo. It's... I'm very proud of him. I love yeah. seeing pictures of the Twingo. And like the day he got it, he drove it to work. I'm just like, yes, yes, yes. Very good. 10 out of 10. So the... I was making the point that we're going to see a lot more uh, multiples coming in next year because they're legal. Good. I know. Multiples are cursed. I'm I absolutely... hate them, but I also really love them. They're so bad, they're good. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God, that's like dealing with a Soviet car. Well, I mean, that's the thing. <clears throat> Soviet cars are usually very pretty, because Fiat... But they're still bad. Fiat was... You know why there's so many Soviet cars, right? No. That are Italian and very pretty? Because Fiat was based off Turin. Mm -hmm. Turin had a communist government, like municipally. Mm-hmm. Like, Turin municipally had a commune within the larger, like, capitalist country of Italy. Because hmm. Italy wasn't, like, super anti-communist. They're just, like, 
part of NATO. do what you're gonna do. Just don't yeah. take over my wine grove. Exactly, and so, but and like it also it made sense because <clears throat> Italy's like a lot more accepting of things like that, and so Turin, being the communisty place it is, a lot of Yugoslavian politicians would go there, and a lot of Soviet politicians and business owners, bosses, whatever you'd call them. Um, Execs. Yeah, so all those executives would go to Turin, and that's how they'd meet, like, Italian designers and stuff, (laughs) is they'd make, like, one very pretty car that everybody could have. And that's why when you look at communist cars... They, like, people are like, oh, they're so ugly, you're so dumb. I'm like, what is ugly about this, like, specifically? Like, you're just used to it. Like, what is ugly <clears throat> about a Wartburg, other than the name? Like, a Wartburg is actually a good-looking You say car. Wartburg, and I think of a piano. Wartburg? Yeah. There you go. Uh, if you look at a Wartburg car, it's actually a perfectly reasonable-looking... Like if, you, if you put this in the context of 1985 Europe... It's good. The it's problem good is, car. like, people are like, they associate an old design with a bad design, which is not right. Yeah, no, no. Old designs are good. Because, like, a 1978 Fiat design made in 1998 is old. Yeah, that's not a bad thing, though. No. That's very good. That's actually brilliant. That but should, the car that, itself was very mediocre, yeah, but mediocrity is what sells. Correct. And it's also perfect for communism. So apparently, um, I just have one more little topic mm-hmm. that I found was uh, looking into that. It's all good. Uh, and also, it's only been a 45-minute episode. We don't want to give our patrons a short episode. <laughs> Screw the patrons. Um, and, oh, don't, don't forget, I, I still did have see to go this. over the uh, honeymoon, too. So. Oh, yeah, Janos has to go over the honeymoon as well. I saw this. I'm glad you brought it up, actually. Yes. Why don't you <laughs> put this on the screen? An Indian car maker, Tata, might hypothetically revive the Honda Element as a sub-$2,000 EV. 20000 Sorry, not 2000 $20,000 EV is the Tata Rave. I think they should do that because there are, are a huge number of people that adore the Element. Oh, yeah, the Element has a weird... Uh, I was describing... good people, too. Like, everyone I met when I was parting out the first Element was, like, awesome. Speaking of weird cars... Sure. Um, That's all we do. You know, Toyota brought, like, they announced the crown and everything, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which... When they announced the crown in the United States, all of the Avalon apologists were up in arms in Toyota's post. It was incredible. <laughs> the Avalon apologist community is one of my favorite, like, markets. Is it better or worse than the Honda pilot owners community? Honda, or the Toyota Avalon apologist and Toyota Vinza. Oh. Enjoyer community. Well, first or second gen Venza. It, they're the same people. It, it's oh, the, no. it, it's the two sides of the same coin, my guy. But the first gen Venza was interesting. The second gen Venza is a Rav Four. No, second gen Venza is the best possible. It's a crossover. hybrid crossover that you could buy in America, because a second gen Venza is effectively a cheap Lexus. It's a very yeah, pretty, but it's a crossover. It's a bad vehicle objectively, uh, but. Is objectively a bad vehicle, but as far as within that category of shit, that is the best that you can get. Okay. Because it is just, a, it's, it's an affordable Lexus at that point. My boss's wife did get an NX hybrid, and I'm like, it's great, but um, you, you could have had like 15 grand less for the same vehicle. Yeah, and that would be <clears throat> Renzo. Uh, anyway, so Toyota posted on Facebook a photo of the crown, Which and is there's not a car 309 anymore. comments, 
And I'd reckon to say at least 45 of those are Toyota Avalon apologists saying, this should have been an Avalon. You canceled the Avalon for this? I can't believe this. <laughs> There's one post. I screenshotted it. It was possibly one of the most beautiful things I've ever read in my entire life. Um, oh, my God. It was It's going to be great air, radio for one of second. Because I have to scroll up and find... For those listening, the new Toyota Crown announcement is like a lifted crossover-ish thing that is sort of similar looking to the first-gen Venza. Or like an Acura ZDX. Like, it's a lifted, like, cutback roof uh, CUV. But yeah, Avalon apologists, boy. They have bought every generation religiously on launch day since 1997. Alright, so this is a a post I screenshotted. Those cars can do Uh, no wrong. Toyota USA is post here. This is a guy named Frank... Said, tell me, Frank. Nice if you like a sporty look. In parentheses, I don't. <laughs> Six asterisks later, much prefer the Avalon, which was classy and elegant. <laughs> Period. New sentence. Still miss my 2012 metallic sky blue Avalon. Four asterisks. It was a masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't pay somebody to shill that well. No, this is a real life Toyota Avalon. Thank apologist. you, Frank. Frank, uh, the for your sky blue Toyota paint code eight D O. It's just incredible. Wow, I'm so excited about wow. that. Like, yeah, Avalon apologists and Vinza enjoyers are two sides wow. of the same coin because this, like, when I'm not sure, I told you about when the Vinza. Uh, was originally discontinued that like all the Venza people like scoured every used car market finding old Venzas and they like, did not depreciate until they like re-released it because Venza owners kept buying Venzas. No, I understand. It's, it's just like Ridgeline owners. Like nobody else is just like, what the fuck? It's just a truck. Like go buy a Hyundai Palisade or like a, a or the, Hyundai Veracruz, Santa Cruz. a Veracruz, the slightly larger Santa Cruz. Oh, yeah. Oh. The Veracruz. Yeah, like that's what you want. Is you want a Veracruz. I didn't know they did two pickups. No, 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 no. no I, I, sorry, I was saying the, um, like, for the equivalent of a Venza. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. I thought we were talking about the pickups. No, but Hyundai does make a diesel uh, pickup in South America. So the Santa Cruz? No, it's, just, it's very cursed. Oh, okay. It looks like one of those little Amigos, but, like, with, like, modern bodywork. Oh, no. Oh, it's, it's like a city bad. golf pickup. <clears throat> But anyway, so this uh, game back on the topic of this. Uh, <laughs> Again, we never derail yeah. stuff here on Carbitrage. <laughs> so basically what this would be is uh, Tata is buying the, like the tooling the tooling for the element and making them in India with a new front end, a great looking front end that actually looks like a Wartburg. Um, and then they're just going to sell them very cheap. I am about that? Yeah. No, this is not bad. Can we have them? I assume? I don't know. You could definitely go to India, staple a U.S. market front end on that thing, show them your title, and bring it in. Absolutely. No, he's going to give a shit. No. No. This is totally just an American truck. Like, that's incredible. The thing is, I want the EV front end because it looks brilliant. I do, too. I know. Keep it. Yeah, no, the front end looks like a modern Wartburg. It looks fantastic. Yeah, it, it's, it's got big wheels on it. It's a it's a, an SC bodywork. It's a late one. Yeah, no, it, it's very good. Um, also, elements are great, which just happens to be a fact. 
Yeah, no, that that is an objective truth. Uh, could you just Google really quickly a Wartburg 353 so you can see the front end I'm talking about? It looks just like a Wartburg. Yes, I can. The white one. Yeah, see? Same front end. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Square headlights. The, the wraparound hood. Yeah, that's... That's the same front end. It's literally that front end. And it just isn't, is, though. No, it, it has it square is, headlights. It's but square that's, headlights with the, with the same size square fog lights below it. It's got the hood. I that, see where you're coming from. It's the same front end. But well, if you look at the, there's um, the Warburg 1.3 looks even more like it because the later uh, body style updates where they switched how the grill was designed, it looked even more like it. Like well, the, the Warburg, uh, the Warburg totally. It's a Warburg. It looks like a Warburg. Fine. They should just call it the Warburg. Wartburg is a great brand. Tata Wartburg? A Tata Wartburg. Oh, Hell yeah. Give me that. Oh, man. I'm going to go out to the nature with my Wartburg. Yes. I'm here for it. Uh, ooh, wow. Holy crap. Mm. All right. Well, I got some pooping material for later. Uh, <laughs> Classic and Sports Car did an article comparing a Moskvich 1500 to a Wartburg Knight to a lot to a auto vaz uh 2101 which I'm is a lot so happy to know that i am not even close to the most like screwed up car enthusiast ever no that's me well you're up there <laughs> i'm very excited i'm actually gonna read this article uh this evening this sounds great when you're in for your evening constitution for my evening constitution yes <laughs> honey before we we round out, why don't you talk about what our plans are for so the So originally, I just wanted to go to Italy, and Ryan was like, ugh, Italy, that's boring. I don't like Italy. <laughs> and I, like I was like, what are you talking about? They have volcanoes, and it's Italy. Like, come on. And that, um, it's laden with Fiat's 500. Exactly. So I'm like, I really want to go to Italy. I've always wanted to go to Italy. I think that would be fun. And so I finally convinced him on Italy because he looked up a bunch of, like, cool places. So we're probably going to go to, like, three different places in Italy. So, like, spend the, the first chunk of our trip, like, several days in Italy. And the rest would probably only give you, like, a couple days. But Like a week in Italy and then, like, a couple <laughs> days. And yeah. Um, and so we're doing a winding trip through Eastern Europe. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds phenomenal. Doesn't it? I bet there's shockingly good wineries in Eastern Europe. Yeah. Because, like, <clears throat> actually, also... y- y- that is a real thing. In Romania, they do have wineries. Yeah. yeah. Wine is best at altitude, and they've got nothing but mountains there. Yeah. yeah. And we love trains, so you just hop on a train and go Me to too. all these places. Which so is good because you're the number one places we yes. want to go is the Happy Cemetery in Romania because why there's not? a cemetery in Romania. That, so in R- Romanian funeral culture, cemeteries are treated funerary culture. Funerary culture uh, cemeteries are treated similar to public parks. Just so like, like they originally were in the U.S. Yeah, so like you're supposed to go there, and like you know, in the U.S., like every cemetery, it's like old is very beautiful because mm-hmm. you're supposed to like hang out there and like picnic. Like Lakewood. Yeah, like Lakewood. You're supposed to picnic there. Um, hey, dead guy. And so in Ro- in Romania, mm-hmm. um, like they have like little coffee shops and stuff, and like you're supposed to like go in, patronize the the cemetery. They should pay- do that. Yeah, and so the Happy Cemetery takes that a step further by having handmade wood-carved headstones with jokes about how you died and how you lived with a hand-drawn picture 
about uh, uh, on your headstone. All right. Isn't it great? <clears throat> I mean, it's a lot better than like father of eight. Yeah, no, they're great. Good Catholic man. And then the Johnsons. We also so there's that, and then we want to go to the salt caves in Poland. The Łódzka salt mine is a yeah. uh, 16th century town entirely built within a salt mine in Poland. Mm-hmm. Wow. That is still <laughs> inhabited. You're going to find a lot of rusty cars in that town. Yeah, I know, right? I'm not <laughs> buying my car from there. Um, and then <laughs> like that is only a 45-minute drive away from Auschwitz. So we're also going to I, I Being a Jewish person, I do need to go there at some point yeah. in my life. Like that, um, that's, and so that's we're just like, we're going to be in vicinity, so might as well add that to that. Well, I was in, I was in the area, so I might as yeah. well just go to Auschwitz. Is that Auschwitz? <laughs> <laughs> my mother's 335 went to Dachau and Auschwitz. Um, and <laughs> then, uh, obviously, Austria to go see... The, gra- the, ga- the Graft in Swift, um, Franz Renan death car. And so we're just adding all these weird um, things. But um, it's gonna be like a well, two month trip. Well, no, this, <laughs> this is the thing: is like the uh-huh. getting to Vienna from the city we'd be living in, Italy, is going to be about a half of a day train ride. Mm-hmm. So if we just timer, we can just go to the museum for our afternoon. Uh, I uploaded a photo of at the bottom uh, below my Autopian link of the Romanian. Uh, Mary Cemetery. Oh, <laughs> it's literally. <laughs> I want to go here so fucking it's bad. It's a wood carving of a lady getting hit by a car on her headstone. <laughs> so she was only alive for the, she was three. Yes. And so this is how you. But this the thing is like. It's a really good coping mechanism. It's, it's, it's this humor. is hilarious. Yeah. And so it's a really good... Gam Gam die? <laughs> Come with me. Yes, yeah. exactly. So absolutely 10 out of 10 brilliant. I want to go to this. So colorful. Oh, my God. Ukraine. Um, to get my Zazz. Yeah. And I want to go to Pravda Brewing. So Yeah. It's so, a brewery I've wanted to go to for over a year. So Maybe like a bonus tank if it's just laying around. Yeah. yeah. Hey, maybe I can finally get my uh, UAZ Patriot that I <laughs> had wrongfully taken from me because of a war-migrating old man. But yeah, we are just like Googling and we can get to all these places via train. Public transport in Europe is fantastic. Yeah. The only one that would be a little bit difficult by train is the Mary Cemetery. But yeah. at that point, <clears throat> if I'm buying a Zaz in Lviv, I could just drive it there. Like, it, it's like an hour And drive. hopefully that car is not the cause of you getting a colorful wooden headstone. Yes. And if I die in Romania, I'd be happy to die. And Great. Then I'm going to have to go to Romania and find your headstone and be like... <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, and then you get to have, you have a brilliant <clears throat> experience. And if we have, if possible, this one's like very bottom of the list. Uh, I would like to end the trip in Sofia, Bulgaria, because in Bulgaria, um, they have a bunch of old Soviet brutalist architecture mm-hmm. like everywhere. Mm. And on top of that, it's one of the cheapest countries in Europe to go to because nobody lives there. And Sofia is one of the oldest towns in Europe. And and, and, it largely escaped most of the devastation of both world wars. Should we bomb Bulgaria? Pfft, why? Exactly. Like, <laughs> Bulgaria kicked ass in World War One. I. I think it has the oldest synagogue, too. In Europe? I think so. But, like, Bulgaria, like, didn't really... It was kind of saved from most of the effects, like, of a bombing from World War Two, World War One. 
Bulgaria pretty much won. Um, like, they kicked the shit out of the Austro-Hungarian Empire and the Turks. Um, so, like, Sofia was never really damaged. Like, the last time it was... I don't even think it was involved in the Thirty Years' War. So, like, literally the last, like, 200 years of, like, problems in Europe. And, like, Napoleon never went there. So it's not been, like... It hasn't really been invaded since the Ottoman Empire, like oh the fall of like Constantinople. Like, it's been a really long time since like Bulgaria's had like any major problems. You as guys far have as... way better reasons for visiting places than I do. I overthink the shit out of things. I'm like, I kind of want to go to Ireland and drink with some gingers. Nope, don't think about that. Also, I'm married, so can't think about that. You what? could still go drink with gingers. You just can't take them home. That, why would I want to do that? Going to going to Ireland and getting drunk with a bunch of redheaded women? No. I want to do that. It sounds fantastic. I mean, that sounds like a good time. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, again, you can just do that at a bar and skip the second step. Just so good. It, yeah, but like, but when, like, I'm like, I want to go to like Vietnam. Like, why do I want to go to Vietnam? I want a cheap suit. I want to go to Hong Kong Bay. I want to also a country full of Vespas and Soviet motorcycles. Yeah, I'm totally it's bringing just, back. And you would have so many a, millions a of dong. Vespa back from Italy. Do it. Sure. Do it. Please yeah. get an electric. Because I, I, I refuse to uh, travel Italy by car. Although the Piaggio Ape. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be the one you want. Yeah, well. It's a, a Vespa pickup. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, that's two birds, one stone. I mean. <laughs> I have my tiny pickup. I have a, Jan has a Vespa. <clears throat> Solved. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, I want. <laughs> I want what are you doing? <laughs> well, we have to drive it to the port. It's yeah. going to be, it, yeah. It's going to be 80 days. <laughs> I want to uh, eventually go to Ireland and Iceland and Scotland. That will but not be on this But that's not going to be on this trip. trip. No, especially Iceland, because it's beautiful, but holy, is it expensive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think uh, it, Italy would be good. And the thing is, when you bring the Vespa to America, you have to get a vanity plate that says Gabagool. Gabagool? Does that fit? <laughs> G A B A G O L. Oh, perfect. I know. It, that was my third choice. For oh, me. man. That was my third choice for a license. I'm glad I'll probably Fiat. never have another Italian thing except for like maybe an electric Vespa. But I'm just going to convert mine. As soon as they like have a prolific model You're in the States. Gonna, there's got to be like a Lamborghini that's cheap that's worth buying. I don't think so. I'm sure it can Lamborghini. We already have a Lamborghini. It's fine. It's not yours, though. That's more mine than yours. I own several percent of it. <laughs> That's, like, my whole That's thing. That's true. So, okay, at car shows, another tangent. This is what we do. Like, yeah. somebody walking in, is that yours? You know what? I'm going to answer yes, because I own, like, 5% of that car. So, yeah. sure. It's easier than explaining. Would the 50% owner or the 45% owner have any issue with me saying that? Hell no. Also, when you own your <clears throat> own Italian car, your Ferrari. Yeah. People still say, is that your dad's car? Uh, so mine, so I'll just... That was the last time I drove that car to a public car show. That was so funny. I loved I just that. saw a when picture I in the BMW area. holding your trophy next to the 8 Series because you didn't have mittens and it was cold. Oh, yeah. I took it to... like It, it was one of Tyler's shows at the... In fact... Yeah. This show, oh. Auto Beer Fest. But it was at the, the end of the season. I had Corey drive Mr. Wags, and I drove the 850, and it was like best BMW, but like I was the only two BMWs there. You're going to win. Going to win, and did. Congratulations. So there you go. Yeah. All right. I saw that picture, and I was like, <laughs> I'm only only the trophy because Eric's hands are cold. Thank you, Jana, for <laughs> judging me for my cold hands. No, I wasn't judging you. I just thought it was funny that I was just. It's okay. 
All right. Well, <laughs> thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. I will see you maybe. Possibly. Jan will see you eventually. Jan will be back at some point. Yeah. Ryan and I will see you next week. Bye. I bought Mr. Wiggs eight years ago today. Oh, wow. Look at that. That's good news. Bye, everybody.